Welcome to the Weekly Squeak, my first live Weekly Squeak. If you are listening on the podcast later, welcome as well. My guest today is Anthony Woods of Grafana Labs. Welcome, Anthony. Thanks, Chris. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> and if you have any questions, please add them in the chat. This being our first one, I don't know if anyone will join us, but it's a fun experiment. So uh, where do you join us from, um, Anthony? Uh, yeah, great question. So I'm uh, in Perth in Western Australia. Uh, so it's a little bit late here, but, uh, but uh, you know, it, it's, I like it. I enjoy it. It's, a, it's, it's not a place you often hear sort of CTOs of reasonably well-known tech companies to be coming from, is it? <laughs> no, de- definitely not. Um, I mean, when we started uh, you know, Grafana Labs, I was based in Singapore. Um, okay. Right. So okay. That's, that's a little bit, makes more sense. And, um, and, and then since then, I've kind of just headed south down to Perth. So same time zone as Singapore. Um, but uh, this is where I'm originally from. So. so can we claim Grafana as an Australian company or not? I mean, part, I mean, so when we founded it, uh, you know, myself, uh, Raj, Dutton, and Tokel, um, you know, we were, we couldn't have been further apart uh, in the world if we tried. Um, so, uh, you know, we had kind of all corners, uh, you know, covered. Um, uh, you know, so we, we started off, you know, day one as a, as a multinational company. <laughs> okay. So we should go back now and... St- I know Grafana pretty well. Uh, it's, it's pretty well known in the in the certain spaces. But what? Let's start with the open source project and work our way up. Um, what is Grafana, and why might someone want to be using it? Yeah, sure. So um, you know, Grafana is uh, you know probably the, the leading uh, you know open source solution for you know dashboarding and visualization. You know, it's a key component uh, in people's observability stacks. Um, you know, it's kind of you know, Torkel, uh, you know, kind of started the, the project off, you know, kind of scratching his own itch. Um, you know, they had kind of metrics. They wanted to know what was happening inside their, their applications and their environments and wanted a better way to, to you know, enable developers to get access to that, that information and get some useful insights. You know, so it's about kind of you know, that observability piece bringing in, you know, you know, started with metrics, right? So bringing in, you know, the metric piece, you know, building some nice visualizations to show, show trends uh, and data. And then, you know, we've, we've built on top of that with, you know, support for logs and, and traces as well. Um, and so, you know, part of the open source, you know, we see, you know, this very, you know, large growing trend around, you know, getting more insight into what's happening in an environment where you can, you know, solve problems faster and also, uh, you know, understand how things are, uh, are going and how changes are impacting your environment. And did it, was it one of the op- these open source projects that came out of another company when you said to scratch their own itch? Like, where was that itch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, um, so Talk himself, you know, was a, a software consultant. Um, okay. So, you know, he was working in lots of environments where, you know, they, they were coming into these problems. And so, um, you know, this is what they wanted to do. And, and originally it was built around Graphite, which was the open source okay. you know, time series database at the time. Uh, and then since then, you know, We've built, uh, you know, additional uh, backing capabilities, and that's really where the power of Grafana is. You know, where you, know, you can bring in data from so many different um, uh, places within your organization, whether they're, they're open source, um, you know, uh, observability tools, or even you know your SQL databases. Uh, and then we have you know Grafana Enterprise, um, you know, that can extends into the, the enterprise backends. Um, mm-hmm. You know, where you can you know get more data. Um, you know, whether it's observability or even some you know moving into the, the business, uh, you know, intelligence space as well and bringing in from data from across the organization. What, what is, 
time series databases are fairly popular at the moment. Um, and there's quite a lot of them around. But um, what are the sorts of it, – it's obviously not a graphing and dashboarding uh, solution for every use case. So what are some common time series databases type uh, things I'm trying to investigate? Sure. Um, so, you know, the key part of the, the like time series database, you know, what time series is, it's about, you know, just you know, periodically measuring something over time. Mm-hmm. So you typically have like an identifier for the thing that you're measuring. Uh, and then, you know, maybe every 30 seconds or 15 seconds or even higher resolution, you will record a value. Um, so a common one is, you know, like number of, um, you know, active users you might have. Yep. Um, and so then you can kind of plot that over time and see how it, how it changes. Um, and so, you know, there's a lot of options, um, you know, for how you do that. You know, we certainly see, you know, the leading one at the moment is Prometheus, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really focused around, you know, application uh, you know, metrics. So, you know, understanding what's happening in your application and, you know, that kind of requires, you know, developers to instrument their application and like, you know, emit certain measurements and timing for different events that are happening inside the application. Uh, and then, you know, the other part of that is your, your infrastructure piece. So, you know, what is your CPU usage, your memory usage, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yep. Um, and Prometheus has been great with, you know, the Kubernetes uh, use case, you know, where it's, where it's really seeing the you know, explosion. Everyone's, you know, moving towards Kubernetes um, and Prometheus is you know, designed for that use case and just works so well. So why do you think Prometheus, sorry, Prometheus, your, why do you think Grafana became so popular relatively quickly was it just a timing or is it a more fundamental reason or <laughs> just um, the best option or a bit of both i mean i think you know anytime there's you know the kind of success we've seen here it's it's never one thing um i think timing is, is certainly a, a big part of it but i think the thing that really differentiated grafana from the alternatives um was around just ease of use and, and how it looked um mm-hmm. so you know very typically, traditionally, open source projects have terrible user interfaces and, and UIs. Um, so they, they've got great features, yep. but yep. they don't always look great. And, you know, the really big difference was, you know, Grafana looks really great, um, makes mm-hmm. it very easy to to bring data in. It looks attractive. You know, we've seen great popularity of people putting it on their big, you know, TV screens in the office and other teams walk in and see it <laughs> and go, oh, wow, I want that. Yeah. You know, I want to have that too. Um, and so, you know, I think that's been a, a major kind of, um, you know, contributor to the success for sure. Okay. And actually, this is something I think I always forget that Grafana Labs is not just responsible for Grafana. It's also responsible for Prometheus, Cortex, Graphite. They're the main yeah. ones, but so, <laughs> so which which came yeah. first, I guess, as well on that journey? Yeah, so so Grafana started off uh, first, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, you know, started with the Graphite uh, open source project as a, an alternative, um, you know, UI and, and visualization and dashboarding tool for for that, and then we kind of mm-hmm. built on top of that. So, um, uh, you know, so the Prometheus project started off at. SoundCloud, um, yep. you know, we, we, it's not, not our project, but we do contribute quite heavily to it. Um, oh, we've got a, a okay. num, I think, uh, I can't remember the exact number, six or seven or eight or something, uh, maintainers on the project. Uh, and then, uh, Cortex, uh, then, you know, it's the kind of distributed scalable, um, you know, Prometheus backend. Again, that's part of the CNCF project as well. Um, yep. but we have, you know, the majority of the maintainers on that as well. Um, you know, kind of keep supporting that. Uh, and then in addition to that, we also have um, Loki, which is our, our logging solution um, that, you know, it's kind of, you know, uh, we talk about it as 
it like Prometheus, but for logs. Um, so it has a very simple model, um, you know, using the same kind of labeling system um, and is really efficient in the way that stores logs. So you can throw huge volumes at it and keep the, the cost of storing it really low because we don't yeah. index the logs on the content of the messages. We index based on just the label values. So it works really great in the Kubernetes environment. And then within Grafana, what's great is you can kind of transition between. So you can start looking at metrics and then flip over to a view using those same labels and see the logs, right? So you can kind of drill down to where the specific problem is. Uh, and then the, the latest project that's, uh, that we announced uh, last year is uh, Tempo, which is our distributed tracing solution. Okay. So you're taking the same kind of model, storing the data, leveraging labels. Um, actually, you know, with Tempo, we just use a, a kind of the uh, trace ID uh, and then, you know, combining that with logs and traces and some new features that have just been recently added to Prometheus, you can go straight from metrics or logs straight into a trace, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is just really helps with that whole um, workflow for, you know, troubleshooting issues and, and working out what's happening in your environment. Uh, do these, then, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, carry on, sorry. Do these all work together or separate from each other or...? So they, they, they can be separate, but work better together. Um, yeah. And that's also where, you know, we've seen on our enterprise side. So we obviously invest very heavily in the open source, yep. um, but then we have our, our enterprise products as well. And, you know, that's what we announced, um, you know, back in, in February was, you know, our Grafana enterprise stack, which is, you know, delivering, you know, the, the enterprise versions on top of these open source solutions. And so you get all the, the features and capabilities of the open source, you know, plus we, we layer in, you know, some of the key kind of security and compliance features that, uh, that organizations need. And then obviously the, the enterprise support part, um, you know, and we add in some extra things around kind of scalability where we see some very large scale on, on some of these uh, enterprise customers that need uh, a few extra things. Um, but again, it's that having that, you know, integration of all the pieces together um you've always kind of been able to do the individual components but you know the feedback definitely we've we've had from customers is they they don't want pieces of their observability set they just want a solution um, yeah. so that's what we uh you know we're really happy to kind of have that kind of turnkey yeah. solution for them so let's let's go i'm always fascinated to know that transition from an open source project to a commercial product and when it happens and why um so first we should say you have two um, products, Grafana Cloud and Grafana Enterprise Stack. So cloud came first, I guess. Cloud came first. Um, you know, when we started the company, you know, that was the vision. We wanted to, to have a SaaS-based company. We didn't really even envision having, you know, the enterprise offering. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, obviously customers wanted that. So, um, you know, so that's why we kind of invested it. But we certainly, you know, in the industry, you know, cloud uh, you know, and service, you know, SaaS-based services as being the future. And so that's, you know, where we, you know, work really hard. And it's also actually really benefit our enterprise, you know, where we have great understanding of how to run these new systems, especially for the, the enterprise metrics and enterprise logs where, you know, we are running at scale and cloud. We've run into a lot of, you know, challenges along the way. Yep. We have to learn and and, uh, and we've been able to take those lessons learned and, and put them into a product so that uh, our customers don't have to go through those that pain themselves. Um, so we have the cloud and that's, you know, the kind of complete solution. So the, the, the metrics, you know, the logs, you know, the Grafana, uh, and we also have a beta of the, the traces as well. Okay. Um, and yeah. is, that, uh, um, is that hosted by... I'm leading into some questions here because this is often a problem a lot of companies like yourselves have at the moment. Is that hosted by yourself or is that hosted 
by um, other cloud providers? <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, so so we run on uh, the major cloud providers, um, okay. you know, to deliver the service. Yeah, um, you know, uh, definitely Raj SEO. You know, uh, you know, both him and I have a background, you know, in data centers and, and hosting. Um, so you know, we understand that, but it's a it's a big challenge. You know, cloud providers, you know, give us some capabilities and and kind of help reduce you know some of the the costs and overhead that uh, that we want to avoid, and just can focus on products and features, uh, and that's working very well. And so we have the you know, major cloud providers, um, you know, to provide you know some some support for that to, to run it. But the yeah, it works very well. And when did you, when when did you decide to uh, become to offer the the cloud version as well? Was it always there, or was it relatively recent, or? How long, how long was an open source project first, I guess, is the is the simpler way of putting that question. Yeah, definitely. So probably, I'm just trying to think, it's been a while now. Um, so the open source <laughs> project was probably a year or two um, before we launched okay. uh, any products. And we started off kind of small. Um, you know, we had a product called Worldping, which is, you know, like a... Um, like a synthetic monitoring type solution um, that we didn't originally plan to build our own time series storage for it, but we did. Um, and that's kind of what kicked off the cloud. And then, you know, we kind of built on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, as we saw the kind of popularity of Prometheus and the explosion in that, we then shifted to, you know, bringing capabilities um, for for that offering as well and, and focus on storing that. Um, and then, you know, had then, you know, develop more of a vision around, you know, just observability, uh, you know, platform and, and everything we needed to do. Um, you know, a lot of that was driven by, you know, Tom Wilkie, who, you know, he's one of the kind of co-authors of the Cortex project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he started, uh, you know, before he joined Grafana Labs and, you know, since he's joined Grafana Labs, he's been able to kind of continue that and, and kind of build on his vision there, bringing in the logs and, and tracing as well. Okay. And so Enterprise Stack is quite obviously very recent. I mean, you said February... Yeah. That was that was yeah. two weeks ago, effectively, depending <laughs> when in February. Um, so, how long? I guess how long did you know you needed it, and then how long did it take to develop it? Yeah, so we started off early, uh, you know, a number of quite a few years ago, you know, on the Grafana with Grafana Enterprise, um, mm-hmm. you know, and initially that was just around you know support, enterprise support for customers mm-hmm. um, that we started with, and we just had that trend because we we had you know, customers who really loved Grafana, you know, and they would just come to us and say, hey, this is a fantastic product. We love it. How can we give you money? Um, how can we pay for something? Um, and so, you know, that's where we started. And then, you know, we built on top of that, you know, adding in additional features, you know, from working with these customers that they really need to, you know, differentiate the product. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we launched uh, the Enterprise Metrics piece last year in September or October, um, you know, and, then the logs uh, piece we launched you know, back in February along with the, the enterprise stack uh, announcement. Um, so they're, they're all fairly recent. Uh, and the delay there is, is mostly around, you know, us just developing the maturity in those, in those mm-hmm. products themselves and, and kind of getting to that you know, confidence level where, you know, we're, we're happy to be able to provide this to customers to run on-prem um, and, and be able to support it. Because it's a little bit easier to support when it's in the cloud where you can quickly fix things and, you know, before they become yep. a problem for, for end users. Um, but when you're dealing with on-prem software, you know, you really want to make sure it's a bit more polished, you know, it's a little, you know the reliability is there because it's, it's you know, we, we can't just dive in and, and fix things straight away. Um, so we want to make sure that, that it just works. Um, and so that's, uh, you know, that's kind of where the delay is and we're, we're happy, we're, we're really 
really confident with, with the product itself and you've certainly had great feedback from our customers that it's you know it's in a good state okay and i mean how's it been going so far <laughs> in yeah the, i mean a very short period of time how's it, it been going been, so far it, it has been going really great i mean certainly the, the enterprise metrics piece we're seeing some you know fantastic adoption there um, you know, and surprisingly very large scale customers, um, you know, larger than we even thought, um, you know, which is great, you know, scaling problems are the best engineering problems to, to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been fun to be able to you know, meet those, the challenges of customers uh, that they have and, and enable them to, to do more with their metrics and kind of, you know, uh, exceed what, they, what was capable for them on the open source offering. Um, and so, you know, customers are really happy and we're really happy. So, so things are, are definitely working there. We're, the team is very busy, um, you know, adding new features and, uh, and supporting customers. So um, I think that's uh, definitely what we want to see. And, and you know, we've, we, it's still early on the logs, but we're also seeing very good, you know, uh, positive signals from customers there as well who have started trialing it out. So what's, what's – this is – also something that, that interests me a lot when it comes to the kind of open source company and uh, SaaS product on top of it. How do you decide what features will make the open source versus the, the, the SaaS versions and to, to everyone's mutual benefit, I suppose, without, without offending one audience or another? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, so... The split between what you know what goes in our commercial offering versus uh, you know open source, um, you know, it's, it's always a, a balancing act, and you know we've been pretty happy with how we approach that. We've had a pretty straight, very simple approach to it, where you know we look at features and you know we just consider whether they're valuable to you know the majority of the community or are they you know only valuable to you know very large organisations or very large users. Um, and so if it's if they you know something that will benefit the the whole community, then we'll put it in open source. But if it's really something that's only useful for you know a more niche kind of environment, um, mm. you know typically you know enterprise customers or people at really large scale, then um, then that's something that we'll put into the enterprise product. Um, and then you know for cloud and and you know our enterprise offering, um, we typically go cloud first. Most things, you know, a lot around kind of developing maturity, you know, giving us opportunity to to make sure everything's working in a, in a more kind of controlled environment, uh, and then uh, move them into enterprise. But um, we're definitely seeing, you know, a convergence there, you know, between the two. And, and long term, it will just be one product with just a choice over where you want it deployed. Um, okay. And I guess we should ask. A, what's on the roadmap for Grafana? <laughs> and then what's next on the roadmap for the enterprise stack? Or, you know, yeah, definitely. That it's only just um, been released, but what's on the, what's on the roadmap for, for both of them in the next sort of six months? Yeah, um, so um, I'll, on Grafana, uh, you know, obviously we're continually, you know, uh, innovating there and certainly on the open source, um, you know, to, to bring in new features. Um, so we've got... Uh, lots of work happening there around, you know, just new visualizations, new panel mm-hmm. types, you know, um, you know, building on the navigation and, and usability, making it, you know, easier for people to, you know, get things done. Um, you know, Grafana is really powerful and has a lot of features, you know, but we still see, you know, new users sometimes struggle with what to do. And so we're focusing on, you know, some of these pieces just to make it easier for them to, to get started and kind of, you know, be able to kind of work out what it is that they need to do to, to get to the, the you know the dashboards you know and, and get the insights that they want. Um, the I'm just trying to think. Um, there's a few other kind of major pieces. Um, 
you know, that we're kind of focusing on one, one thing that the team is very excited about is, you know, uh, it's not really user-facing, but they're you know, finally kind of moving all of the legacy Angular kind of components out and now okay. we're kind of everything's uh, all React now, which has uh, <laughs> been, a, been a, a huge effort uh, from the team um, to try and get that get that done, a lot of kind of technical complexity there. Um, on the... Uh, the cloud front and enterprise front, um, you know, our tempo so tracing um, product is you know, uh, something that we're focusing on. We have a, a beta available in the cloud now, um, you know, and we're trying to you know, just refine that, get more feedback from users and, and make sure things working. And then we expect um, you know, that will then you know, transition across to, to enterprise this year sometime. Uh, in general, on enterprise, you know, we're continuing to focus on um, kind of bringing the stack together. Um, so you know, bringing in features that, you know, kind of just level up, uh, you know, what you can do, you know, knowing that you've got, you know, the reliable metric storage and log storage, you know, we can build in some some really nice features that kind of glue that together and just make it much easier for, you know, administrators to um, to enable their users to do more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've, we've gone through this experience ourselves, you know, running the cloud platform, um, you know, of trying to like, you know, just, get all the pieces together and, and kind of make everything work and easy to manage. And, you know, we're putting that in as, you know, actual product features. And so we've got some nice features to you know, ship logs from one, uh, you know, from each application and then build, you know, visualization. So you can kind of like have that self-monitoring, you know, self-reporting, you know, understanding how your environment is working, um, you know, be able to do things like charge back, you know, to different teams, et cetera. Okay. And uh-huh. so kind of focusing on that. Yeah. Uh, and then also the auth piece as well, which is really important. So kind of extending that out to have, you know, more fine grained, you know, access control. So you can, limit people where you want to and then also be able to give people access to as much data as as uh, as you, you know, as an organization yep. is, is uh, yep. able to yep. do yeah so in the sort of five minutes we have left i wanted to talk more broadly <laughs> in five minutes around sure. this observability space generally even on the show i've had uh including you at least three or four companies and open source projects in this space and they all work in slightly different ways um again why do you think this is really the observability's time it almost feels like every week i don't know about every week but we're hearing about an acquisition of one a new project a new announcement is it again just the timing the sort of manifestation of kubernetes everywhere and lots and lots of services and things or is there something else why is it so busy at the moment as a space? Um, I mean, it's, I agree, right? It, it is a, um, you know, a space that is exploding at the moment. And I think, you know, t- timing is a big part of it. I think, mm-hmm. you know, we've had kind of the early adopters, you know, yep. have kind of pioneered this and, you know, been able to talk about the benefits and why it's important. And I think, you know, the, the, the key message around, you know, that I feel is that, you know, very simple, if you don't measure it, you know, you can't improve it, right? Because because how do you know that you're getting better unless you're measuring something? Um, yeah. And so, you know, people have kind of you know, realized that, you know, um, and then there is so much that you can measure that does impact um, uh, your business, right? Um, you know, very simple things, you know, that, that people, you know, kind of just ignored or they just, you know, go with a gut feeling. Um, whereas now, you know, by having those more kind of objective measures, you can see what, you know, small changes you have, you know, uh, on your application, you know, what impact that has on, on yep. your overall business. Um, and so you can kind of refine that. We've certainly seen, um, you know, COVID, you know, has kind of driven a lot of, you know, effort to, you know, 
be able to understand how environments are working and see where there's opportunity to, to yeah. cut costs yeah. or you know that's scale true. things yeah. down. Um, and yeah. so that's certainly you know happened over the last twelve months. You know we've, we've certainly seen that with our customers where you know they're, they're really motivated to you know try and better understand their environment so that they can see areas you know that they can focus on to get the most um, most out of their money. Mm. Mm. And I mean, is there, there's, there's, there's a lot of different ways of doing this monitoring. Obviously you have your own, uh, projects, so you might be slightly biased towards those, but, uh, has there been any, any announcements in the space that have made you just say, oh, I wish we'd done that. You know, that really kind of made you think that's a really interesting way of doing it as opposed to the way we did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, certainly not recently, but, um, you know, I think, like when we started, you know, certainly on our SaaS platform, you know, we started with a graphite compatible mm. um, metric storage, um, which is kind of the oldest, I think 2006, I think is when it was created. Um, it has a very simple data model. Um, uh, but then Prometheus came about, you know, Influx came about. Basically every new uh, you know, time series kind of tool since then has all been label-based, right, where you have yep. a, a measurement yep. and then uh, key value pairs um, yep. to make it much easier to find things. And that's definitely been, um, you know, really powerful and, and kind of supported people. And, you know, we were fortunate, right, at the time where, you know, we could just make it as and say, hey, that is better. Let's go and do that as well, right, and bring it in. So we still support Graphite on our staff, yeah. but we certainly see the growth, you know, on the Prometheus side. And, and it, you know, from personal use, it does, you know, make things much easier to be able to, you know, drill down to specifically what you want and understand the data that you actually have, um, you know, because you, you can see if you've got a value, you, you know, you know what it is, right? Oh, that's the data center name. Oh, great. I, I can kind of filter based on that. Um, so that's helped really well. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, um, you know, there's certainly some new tools that are coming around that are quite interesting. So, you know, we're really happy with the kind of foundational pieces with the metrics and the logs and the tracing. And then, you know, we're looking for, you know, how we can bring in more data and, uh, you know, more insights to kind of support people. Um, so there's definitely some interesting things we're looking at. Um, you know, one of the great things with, with Grafana is we don't have to go and build all these things ourselves. Yep. You know, we can just yep. integrate with what, what's already out there, um, you know, and kind of uh, enable our users to get the benefit of everything and have that single pane view of their total, you know, the whole environment without having to put all their data in one place because um, that generally doesn't work because different data needs to be in different places. Um, but still being able to bring it all into one place is, is you know, really where the, the value of it comes, where you can you know, really use it to better understand what's happening in your environment. So just to wrap up, I mean, if anyone wants to try Grafana, Prometheus, Cortex, et cetera, they're all open source, so go crazy. Um, yeah. I think the the cloud offering I saw, there is a, a free version if people want to try enterprise stack yeah we, not so much definitely but, that's, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah definitely the, uh, the the we have a very generous free tier on our Grafana yeah. cloud platform that will give you you know users the ability to you know start using it you know um actually put some real kind of workloads on it to, yeah. to get benefits out of it um and uh you know be able to see you know how well it works and, and you know how how well it can help them accelerate it uh mm-hmm. you know, what they're doing especially kind of new teams that are starting up you know it can be a lot of effort to go and build out a you know complete observer Ability stack, um, you know, and the benefit of Grafana Cloud is it's you know it's built on these open source tools. You know, it's, it's familiar, you know, but you can just get going straight away without having yep. to to worry about keeping uh, you know all the backend systems running. And also in in the wider ecosystem, you mentioned about Grafana, especially with the different dashboards, people can go and create dashboards and things like that too. 
um, which is yeah, a sort of um, yeah. slightly different way of being involved, but yeah, it's an option as well. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, so we have on, on our grafana.com um, site, so obviously, you know, you can go there for all the information about, um, you know, the products and, and services that we have. Um, you know, as part of that, you know, we have obviously the plugin catalog that lists all the different, you know, plugins and kind of integrations where you can pull data from, different visualization panels, um, you know, so different ways of extending Grafana that's, uh, that are published there. And there's also like a, dash, uh, a dashboard catalog as well where people have gone and created dashboards for common services and systems that you can, you know, use that to quickly, um, you know, kind of accelerate, you know, getting uh, everything set up um, and not have to kind of, you know, start from, from scratch and kind of build everything yourself. Cool. Um, thanks very much for your time. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's an ex- it's an exciting space at the moment. Sometimes talking about observability yeah. doesn't sound very interesting, but it's a very yeah. buzzy, exciting space right now. Even if sometimes the subject matter itself can seem like, oh, you know, <laughs> what, what we're observing yeah, is is sometimes not the most interesting things to talk about. But the space itself is very exciting. So it's um, a very busy time. I also recommend people go back and see or listen to previous episodes I had with um, Cilium and, um, oh dear, <laughs> Pixie, uh, who have now been acquired. So <laughs> um, go back and, and have a, a listen to some of those. Um, and it's all they've all been, I think, in the past few months. So that's what I mean by the space is kind of lots of, lots of different things happening, but thanks very much for your time. Any closing words you just want to add? Um, no, it's been great talking to you. Thanks for, uh, for giving me the opportunity. Um, uh, yeah. And hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to talk again in future when we, we have new projects or new interesting things to talk about.